Hello and welcome to episode 449 of the Our Lady of Fatima podcast. It is my pleasure to be with you this morning. My name is Terrence M. Stanton. We're recording on Ash Wednesday, February 22nd, 2023, in the year of our Lord Jesus Christ. Let us begin with the Wednesday prayer to the Most Blessed Virgin Mary to obtain deliverance from hell by St. Alphonsus Liguri. My most beloved lady, I thank thee for having delivered me from hell as many times as I have deserved it by my sins. Miserable creature that I was, I was once condemned to that prison, and perhaps already after the first sin, the sentence would have put me into execution if thou and thy compassion hadst not helped me. Thou, without even being asked by me, and only in thy goodness didst restrain divine justice, and then conquering my obduracy, thou didst draw me to have confidence in thee. Oh, and to how many other sins should I have afterwards fallen, and the dangers in which I have been, hadst not thou, my loving mother, preserved me by the graces which thou didst obtain for me? Ah, my queen, continue to guard me from hell. For what will thy mercy and the favors which thou hast shown me avail me if I am lost? If I did not always love thee, now at least, after God, I love thee above all things. Never allow me to turn my back on thee and on God, who by thy means has granted me so many graces. My most amiable lady, never allow me to have the misfortune to hate thee and curse thee for all eternity in hell. Wilt thou endure to see a servant of thine who loves thee lost? O Mary, what sayest thou? I shall be lost if I abandon thee. But who can evermore have the heart to leave thee? How can I ever forget the love thou hast borne me? My lady, since thou hast done so much to save me, Complete the work, continue thy aid. Wilt thou help me? But what do I say? If at a time when I live forgetful of thee, thou didst favor me so much, how much more may I not hope for now that I love thee and recommend myself to thee? No, he can never be lost who recommends himself to thee. He alone is lost who has not recourse to thee. Ah, my mother, leave me not in my own hands. For I should then be lost. Grant that I may always have recourse to thee. Save me, my hope. Save me from hell. But in the first place, save me from sin, which alone can condemn me to it. And today is the ninth and final day of the Holy Face Novena. Let us begin with the daily preparatory prayer. I'm going to have a sip of my delicious coffee first. That is very enjoyable. O most holy and blessed Trinity, through the intercession of Holy Mary, whose soul was pierced through by a sword of sorrow, at the sight of the passion of her divine Son, we ask thy help in making a perfect novena of reparation to Jesus, united with all his sorrows, love, and total abandonment. We now implore all the angels and saints to intercede for us as we pray this holy novena to the most holy face of Jesus and for the glory of the most holy Trinity, Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Amen. Ninth day. For if thou hadst desired sacrifice, I would indeed have given it. With burnt offering thou wilt not be delighted. A sacrifice to God is an afflicted spirit, a contrite and humbled heart, O God, thou wilt not despise. Deal favorably, O Lord, in thy good will with Sion, that the walls of Jerusalem may be built up. Then shall thou accept the sacrifice of justice, oblations, and whole burnt offering, 
then shall they lay calves upon thy altar. That from Psalm 50 verses 18 through 21. Sacred face of our Lord and our God. What words can we say to express our gratitude? How can we speak of our joy? That thou hast deigned to hear us. That thou hast chosen to answer us in our hour of need. We say this because we know that our prayers will be granted. We know that thou in thy loving kindness listened to our pleading hearts and will give out of thy fullness the answer to our problems. Mary, our mother, we thank thee for thy intercession on our behalf. St. Joseph, we thank thee for thy prayers. Through the merits of thy precious blood and thy holy face, O Jesus, grant us our petition. And you can add your petition here. My Jesus, pardon mercy. The prayer to the Holy Trinity. Most Holy Trinity, Godhead indivisible, Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, our first beginning and our last end, since thou hast made us after thine own image and likeness, grant that all the thoughts of our minds, all the words of our tongues, all the affections of our hearts, and all our actions may be always conformed to thy most holy will, so that after having seen thee here on earth in appearances, and in a dark manner by the means of faith, we may come at last to contemplate thee face to face in the perfect possession of thee forever in paradise. Amen. Pater Noster, Quies in Celis, Sanctificator Nomen Tuum, Adveniat Regnum Tuum, Fiat Voluntas Tua, Sicut in Celo et in Terra, Panam nostrum quotidianum de nobis hodie et dimite nobis debita nostra, sicut et nos dimitibus debitoribus nostris, et ne nos inducas in tentationem sed libra nos amalo. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum, benedicta tu mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et in mortis nostrae. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum, benedicta tua mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et in mortis nostrae. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum, benedicta tua mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et in mortis nostrae. Amen. Gloria Patri et Filio et Spiritui Sancto, sicut erat in principio et nunc et semper et in saecula saeculorum. Amen. O bleeding face, O face divine, be every adoration thine. O bleeding face, O face divine, be every adoration thine. O bleeding face, O face divine, be every adoration thine. Act of Consecration. Lord Jesus, we believe most firmly in thee. We love thee. Thou art the eternal Son of God and the Son incarnate of the Blessed Virgin Mary. Thou art the Lord and absolute ruler of all creation. We acknowledge thee, therefore, as universal sovereign of all creatures. Thou art the Lord and supreme ruler of all mankind. And we, in acknowledging this, thy dominion, consecrate ourselves to thee now and forever. Loving Jesus, we place our family under the protection of thy holy face and of thy virgin mother, Mary Most Sorrowful. We promise to be faithful to thee for the rest of our lives and to observe with fidelity thy holy commandments. We will never deny before men thee and thy divine rights over us and all mankind. 
Grant us the grace to never sin again. Nevertheless, should we fail, O divine Savior, have mercy on us and restore us to thy grace. Radiate thy divine countenance upon us and bless us now and forever. Embrace us at the hour of death and thy kingdom for all eternity. Through the intercession of thy blessed mother, of all thy saints who behold thee in heaven, and the just who glorify thee on earth. O Jesus, be mindful of us forever and never forsake us. Protect our family. O mother of sorrows, by the eternal glory which thou enjoyest in heaven, through the merits of thy bitter anguish and the sacred passion of thy beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, obtain for us the grace that the precious blood shed by Jesus for the redemption of our souls be not shed for us in vain. We love thee, O Mary. Embrace us and bless us, O Mother. Protect us in life and in death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I would like to check out an article today from the Fatima Center. It is entitled, Why is Fasting So Hard? And it was published yesterday, February 21st, 2023, in the year of our Lord Jesus Christ, as I'm recording this. Today is February 22nd begins with, remember man that thou art dust and to dust thou shalt return. The Fatima Center prays you have a grace-filled Ash Wednesday and spiritually fruitful Lent. And this was written by David Rodriguez, who's the content editor for the Fatima Center's website located at Fatima.org. I recommend you check out their website. A lot of great stuff available there. Mr. Rodriguez begins by saying, after reading yesterday's article in preparation for Lent, some fellow men and I were discussing why it seems that our forefathers could endure so much more fasting than our generation. Read about a more rigorous Lenten regimen in Mr. Pleasy's article, and a hyperlink is given. Besides the obvious reasons that fasting is physically unpleasant and requires force of will, we came up with the following four reasons. Number one, Religious fasting is countercultural. The world does not accept fasting for the sake of Christ and for building up moral virtue. This is rather ironic because fasting is actually coming in vogue in many secular circles as one of the most effective ways of dieting, still eating the food you enjoy, keeping weight off, and living healthily. So if you're fasting to look good and to be healthy, which are somewhat selfish goals endorsed by the world, then your fasting is praised. Yet the church's wisdom teaches that fasting has natural and supernatural ends. Catholics were far more cognizant of this truth in times past, when a Catholic culture pervaded the lives of believers. For example, in Christendom, nearly everyone was Catholic. Therefore, the vast majority of people were fasting. As social beings, humans are heavily influenced by what those around them do and consider acceptable, even laudable. There is strength in numbers. Thus, if most people around you are fasting more intensely, then it's much easier to join in. There are also far less temptations. For example, certain items might not even be available in the market or local taverns and inns. I would like to second that from Mr. Rodriguez. A lot of folks have gone along with the whole masking, experimental gene therapy, so-called virus regime over the last few years, Because, hey, everyone else is doing it. Well, it's kind of like the old adage about if everyone else is going to jump off the bridge, do you jump off the bridge too? Sadly, I think a lot of people would. A lot of people would just go along with the crowd. 
And it has nothing to do with IQ whatsoever. I've seen a lot of very intelligent people completely buy into all this nonsense that's being pushed by uh, the cabal of stink, as my beloved niece calls it, all these wicked individuals who are trying to force people to wear masks and take these experimental shots and, and on and on and on. So many smart people have bought into this garbage. And I wonder, why is that? And I think to myself and, you know, commentators as erudite as yours truly, if not more so, have said, well, most people just kind of go along with the crowd. And in this instance, going along with the crowd has killed millions of people. It's obvious that millions of people are dying from these shots or being permanently maimed. Horrendous stuff. So... I'm especially speaking to the men because men are called to be leaders and women want to follow good men, be it uh, hopefully their um, fathers when they're young and then their husbands when they get married. Speaking specifically to the men out there, be a leader, be virtuous, do the right thing in every single situation. People will follow you. You just have to be willing to do it. People want to be led in our society. They want to be led by good Catholic men. What we're seeing right now is when there aren't enough good Catholic men to take the lead out there, then a lot of nefarious characters will tell people what to do. And unfortunately, many people have believed it. So Catholic men, let's step up. Let's bring our A game. Let's ask the Lord to bless us and make this a very fruitful Lent. Number two from Mr. Rodriguez. Eating was simpler. In general, people had less food and less varieties of food. A person ate what they grew, or at least what was locally available. Meat required the killing of an animal, and that means greater wealth is necessary. So most common people were accustomed to eating less and also suffering through natural hardships. For example, when there was a drought. Hence, the Lenten fast was less of a drastic change from what they were accustomed to on a day-to-day basis. Number three, church law. As Matthew Pleasy's past articles at this site have shown, Holy Mother Church has eased her norms over the centuries. Today, she permits much greater laxity to the point that fasting is essentially non-existent. Sadly, it is common for Catholics to succumb to being minimalists. Their goal is to only do what the letter of the law requires under pain of mortal sin. Note, when this is the goal, it is nearly inevitable that one will in fact fall into mortal sin. Minimalism is the result of a lack of real love supernatural charity for God and the things of God. If a Catholic does not enjoy an intimate and spiritually nourishing relationship with God that stems from regular daily prayer, such as mental prayer and contemplation, then the motivation to fast is not very compelling. Real love is the greatest force which can induce man to sacrifice. So we should attempt to be, by the Lord's grace, Catholic maximalists, this is me speaking here, not Mr. Rodriguez, don't just try to do the bare minimum. When you try to do the the bare minimum on Valentine's Day for your wife or on your anniversary, of course not. You want to make a really big deal about it because you're madly in love with your wife. And if we're madly in love with God and with his church, we should always want to do the, the best for our Lord. 
Number four, the vice of effeminacy. Past Catholic generations were far less effeminate. St. Thomas Aquinas explains the vice of effeminacy is the unwillingness to put aside pleasure in order to pursue what is difficult. See question 138 of the Summa, part two of the second part. In the past, men were accustomed to a harder life. Everything was more difficult. Simply consider going to a well to draw all the water you need and carrying it back home versus turning on a faucet, washing clothes by hand instead of pushing a button, collecting and chopping wood so as to start fires by hand instead of turning a knob on a stove, walking from place to place instead of driving there, having to sow your fields early in the morning, weed your land, collect your crops, and then prepare the food instead of going to the local grocery store. Today, we are all too busy trying to be entertained by music, movies, video games, social media, the internet, etc. Technology has made mankind very soft. Thus, in times past, men built up the habit of preserving, of persevering, excuse me, in what was arduous. This was necessary to put food on the table and to survive. Consequently, the difficulties of serious fasting could be embraced, and the good which comes therefrom was recognized and desired. Join the conversation and I recommend that you head over to the website if you'd like to comment. Mr. Rodriguez finishes by saying, if these considerations are true, then we can recover the willpower to fast by fostering that which opposes these root causes. Do you agree with these reasons, with some more than others? Do you think there are other reasons for our current weakness in fasting? Join the conversation below. So ends the article. So I wish all of you a... Blessed Lent. I hope it's a very fruitful one for you. Fasting is difficult, but we do it not to show God or others what great people we are. We know we're weak, sinful, fallen individuals. We do it because we love our Lord Jesus Christ. And he gave everything for us, even to the shedding of his blood, suffering in the most brutal, humiliating way imaginable and being crucified for you. He loves you as if you were the only person he ever made. It's really shocking to think about it in that way, but it's true. And it's been said by Chesterton and, and many other great Catholic commentators. Catholicism is almost too good to be true, except it's all true. So thank God for our lives. Thank you, Lord, for the gift of our Catholic religion. Let us conclude by mentioning Helping Autism through learning and outreach located on the web at halo-soma.org and episode 277 of the Our Lady of Fatima podcast, wherein I interview my wonderful sister and my wonderful niece about RPM, which is an acronym for Rapid Prompting Method, a system of communication for non-speakers. We want to get this information out as far and wide as we possibly can because communication is a human right. Please spread the website, halo-soma.org, and listen to episode 277 of the Our Lady of Fatima podcast. Let's pray now for help and for healing for our non-speaking friends and family members. Almighty and eternal God, healer of those who trust in you, through the intercession of St. Raphael Archangel, hear my prayer for non-speakers and their families. In your tender mercy, restore them to spiritual and bodily health that they may give you thanks, praise your name, and proclaim your wondrous love to all. I ask this through Christ, your Son, our Lord. Amen. The Prayer of St. Louis de Montfort. 
Hail Joseph the just, wisdom is with you. Blessed are you among all men and blessed is Jesus, the fruit of Mary, your faithful spouse. Holy Joseph, worthy foster father of Jesus Christ, pray for us sinners and obtain divine wisdom for us from God now and at the hour of our death. Amen. The three Hail Marys in honor of the immaculate purity of Our Lady of Fatima. Ave Maria, gratia plena. Dominus tecum, benedicta tuum mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria, Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et honor mortis nostrae, amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum, benedicta tuum mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria, Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et honor mortis nostrae, amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum, benedicta tuum mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria, Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et honor mortis nostrae, amen. And a Gloria Patri for a special intention. Gloria Patri et Filio et Spiritui Sancto, sicut erat in principio et nunc et semper et in saecula saeculorum, amen. Sweetheart of Mary, be the salvation of Russia, Spain, Portugal, Europe, the United States of America, Canada, and the whole world. Virgo potens, ora pronobis. Sancti Joseph, terra daimonem, ora pronobis. Sancta Raphael, archangeli, ora pronobis. In nomine Patris, et Fili, et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. Thank you very kindly, my friends, for listening to episode 449 of the Our Lady of Fatima podcast. In your charity, Please share Our Lady's podcast with everyone you know. Follow us on Twitter. The handle is at Fatima Podcast. And most importantly, please offer up prayers and sacrifices for our Catholic bishops. They need your help. Goodbye and God love you.